Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> I know. I am so late. Like, I'm half hour late. But Sugar is here, and I'm glad y'all are here, too. Uh, listen, I they, they tried to tie me up tonight, but, you know, I always got to free myself up for my misfits that chime in. Hey, y'all. Hey, this your Sugar here. Natalie Sugar Brown, to be exact. And this is my platform where we, we, we have a conversation about women's boxing. Yes, women's boxing, the industry, right? The actual practicality of it, the actual fighting, and the shenanigans that happen in between. Yeah, this is where we speak it, right? We shoot it right from the hip. We're, I'm loyal to the truth, okay? And we want, we want, we want to talk that game, right? Um, I'm, for those who are new, I'm Natalie Sugar Brown. I am a, a, a woman pugilist. I haven't taken any contracts lately, but yeah, I've been in there. This is, it's been my life ever since I was a young girl. And this is my platform where I share the stories, the insights, the perspective of a woman boxer about things, you know, about life, about women's boxing, about what's happening out here and the opportunities that we have to behave badly. So yeah, um, I already got somebody chiming in. Women's Boxing Channel uh, says, howdy doody. Well, howdy doody, Fran. Hey, Fran. Thanks for chiming in. Tonight's topic, uh, the title is Bear Badness. Bear Badness, okay? And um, the discussion or the talk and, and I'm, I'm so happy um, Women's Boxing Channel chimed in because Women's Boxing Channel um, ha has a bit of uh, real estate in the topic tonight that we're talking about. Um, so women's boxing uh, and, and the styles that have evolved into what we have now, which is a, a, a commercialized product of... Um, what it was before and what it means for our industry now that it's been a bit watered down. So I got my lovely assistants here. Um, with they in sorry, a part of being backstage is things I things got real behaving badly back there. I said, listen, you can't we we can't be talking that talk back here. Right, I, we got a show to do. So my guys are always chimed in, are always present in the background here on Talk and Fight. And um, well, let's share the first, let, let's share the first um, image, what we got talking about now. Okay, so this image right here, I'm starting off with it because um, in a sense, uh, historically, this is what was known about a commercialized uh, version of women boxing or women behaving badly. Okay, as you can see, there are spectators in the background. Okay, now check this out, y'all. This is this is this is when it started being like. Uh, a, a, a way for for some for us women behaving that behave badly to bring in some cheddar 
Okay, so they're standing there. They got the skirts on. They got the the booties on. But what's missing? They ain't got no shirts on. Ooh, yes. So very much like the men, the women got in there, bare bosom, and uh, stance was pretty much clear, hands up. And they, there was no oh, three-minute round or whatever it is. They kept going just like the males did until somebody couldn't go no more. Okay? So, it, you know, the, the, the feminine savagery uh, was real back then, right? Um, now, in the commercialized version... You know, you have two minutes to go, then you get to rest in between. This is women's boxing. And then you go again for another two minutes and you you go no longer than 10 rounds. So you're okay. Back in the day here, our boxing great, great grandmothers, um, they were doing it until somebody couldn't do it no more, like I said. And... Um, Oh, host chimes in. Hey, WBC, how's everything with you? Okay, so um, my hosts, are, we, we want to know what was going on with you. Women's Boxing Channel, I like how you chimed in last week. And I know that you, like I said, I, I want to share uh, your little um, real estate um, in, in our subject topic tonight. Um, the bareness, right? So they there were bare bosom, and as you can see, also there's nothing on their hands. Okay. So back in at this time, um, some were some fights were on the ground, and then they but they ended up standing back up, and it was you know they used their nails, they used their teeth, they pulled hair. Right? Real, real bad behavior. Women's Boxing Channel comes in and says, all cool here, guys. Thanks for asking. Okay, good. Glad that, you, glad that you're doing good on uh, Women's Boxing Channel. And I'm hoping, you know, I, come join in on a conversation. Um, uh, Women's Boxing Channel says, hope you are too, talking fights. Okay. Um, so this is a whole side conversation. Let 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 me let y'all live while I while I live here on the um on the screen. So you guys see, okay, no head there's there is I mean bear, right? No no wraps, no shirt, right? What they had on were their skirts and their boots. Um, and while the spectators were watching, so you tell me if that isn't behaving badly and it's, it's in some of its purest form, you know what I'm saying? Um, do you think, do you think in the times of now as conservative as, as our grandparents and stuff used to be, can you imagine? Like I, I, my grandmother, Ruby Scott, she had a, she, like Ruby had another side to her, but she had this side where, you know, you can you can't say curse words around, and she can't. And can you imagine the the type of talk that's being talked in this room, uh, back uh, in, in I think it's as far as uh, the 1700s, 
right? These ladies were behaving badly like this in the 1700s. We in the 2000s now, okay? So we true, we not new, okay? We was we were right up under our male peers, okay? Um, I'm saying that to say this, the commercial, and goodness, that seems to be my phrase now, the commercialized version of this um, has, has really watered down the intensity of what, what was selling even in the smallest fraction of it back in the day uh, where our great, great uh, grandmothers of boxing were behaving badly. I mean, you can, I mean, look, look at the spectator. This is a sketch, right? So I suppose the person who was sketching it wanted you to capture the real vibe and the feel of the room, okay? Um, and people were intently looking in on the action, okay? It had to be entertaining and it had to be something that was worth their while and their time for them to gather and do this. So uh, money-wise, that's why I say this is the first commercialized effort for women's boxing and, and the start of it evolving, right? Because women fighting were, was, I mean, I'm sure there are stories, you, you, you've heard stories where women dress up as men uh, to, to join battles and things like that, Joan of Arc and them, right? But we fail to hear that, where they fail to transfer the stories of women who just behaved badly. Right and and those who people wanted to see even uh, back in the 1700s when uh, we we didn't think it was a thing when it wasn't licensed, you know what I'm saying? Um, women boxing channel comes in talking about nothing but bird naked tops, but listen, the tiggle biddies was out, wasn't it? Okay. Now, listen, I would say some some people out there might appreciate this version of the story, right? And 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 may may be flexible to this attire coming back. Who knows? Right? I've I've been to some I I mean, I'm not going to tell on nobody, but I have been to some underground joints where the titty pop out, right? And I mean that that is you know that's the that's a extra cherry on top, right? People throwing that money, people betting more, right? That's the excitement of it, right? And it's not. Um, it, I mean, I don't look at it as being. Um, I don't see it as a derogatory thing, but I've you know I, I still have spirited. Uh, discussions or arguments with my own mother about behaving badly, right? Um, because there are things, I, I am, I am abroad, I'm a crone, right? Who's been abroad, who's been a, 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 a gal, a wetback, who has gone there 
right? Throughout my, th throughout my experience as a woman on this earth, I have been a woman who behaves badly, okay? And my own, my mother still doesn't understand me and she still doesn't understand that part of it. And she doesn't understand that I am actually, I'm, I'm proud of it, right? Where that a woman fighter, pugilism, used to be something that was very, that, that was very derogatory. You know, you didn't want to, you didn't want anybody to know that that is something that you do or, you know, are doing. Um, so where it is right now is I, back in the 1700s, anything goes, right? You didn't have to get a license. It was depending on whose who's spot, the rules depended on whose spot it was that you were fighting in, okay? And protection, licensing, sanctioning, all of that stuff didn't exist, right? How did it survive? How did it survive this long? We're in the 2000s now. I mean, 2020s now, right? And women are still behaving badly and people still want to see it, right? Um, lovely assistant. The next image, please. All right, so we're starting off. These women are bare knuckle fighters, okay? Um, lovely assistant. Uh, I'm just going to look at the next image, okay? You can see where now these women, they get to it in there, right? No gloves on just wraps and not even wrapped between the fingers, right? Wrapping between the fingers means that there's protection on the hand and the knuckles. Protection for, for you, the fighter, because each, each knuckle is supported. And um, they say more so protection against head injury for the the, the or, or for the opposition. Women's Boxing Channel comes in and says, it could be argued that it's a peculiarity that women's boxing began at its toughest when it first started, probably in the Colosseum in Rome or Greece, right? And that's the, that's the probably that I'm talking about. That's Women's Boxing Channel. That's why I started off with that image because I tried to see like I tried to find out I tried to find some historical pieces of the puzzle of when this thing really started as a like as as an organized thing for entertainment and to make money um, for women right um, back in Greece and stuff I maybe maybe some of the gladiatrix were known um, as gladiatrix, hand-to-hand -hand, uh, combat uh, artists, and they got paid. But the most of the most of the substantial stuff that or ingredients that I would put together for the evolution of it being a business, right? A business even for a woman was around the 1700s. Yeah. 
Um, so Women's Boxing Channel comes in and says, since there, since then, it's steadily become more civilized comparatively. The way the world's going, the winner will be decided on looks by 2035. I mean, you made that, that that's an outstanding point, right? That, that's why that really is the discussion tonight, Women's Boxing Channel. Where is it going to end up? Right, uh, 2035 is only close to 10 years from now. It's not, I'm, 10 years went by like that for me, right? And time flies. So where are we going with this? Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, you know, uh, referring back to uh, their last statement, uh, it steadily became more civilized. So my thing about it is, what's a civilized fight? Because I saw that, you know, civilized action, civil, civil behavior. When we think about it, what is a, a civilized fight? I suppose a civilized fight would be a debate, right? Where you would sit down and both people would civilly express their points of view and their perspective. And hopefully they come to an agreement at the end of the uh, debate or the, um, the, the encounter, right? And that would be a civilized way to fight. But civilized fighting ain't for everybody, right? So now where they're making it more civilized, 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 the most of us, like for the most of us, I, I, I wouldn't, maybe in certain things, where I, mean, I eat with a fork now, but I eat, and I eat with my hands sometimes, right? And the uncivilized people before cutlery, was invented would eat with their hands, right? So I tend to revert back a lot, right? Where most of us do. So when it comes to fighting, I would say we have to keep an element of the uncivilized dimension so we can maintain the, the, the crux of it. We can ma maintain the, the, um, the heart of it, right? Because at the end of the day, what what it, what is the fight? The fight is the escalation of the verbal debate, right? It started off, I said A, you say B, or whatever, and then ah, this starts it, right? And either you can have it on your hand, you can have something on your hands, you can have something in your hand, right? They, they use swords, they use hammers, they use what? We stuck to hands, right? So um, we can't take it, we can't take that element away, right? The hands, your hands are a big part of the decision, uh, of making decision of who the better person or the better woman is. And with the, the hands, 
Yeah, y'all have seen sugar. I used to I used to have my nails long for for a, a stint um, when I was fresh off. You know, when I was fresh off of really training, I I grew my nails and I filed them and I realized how long and pretty my nails could grow, because in a, becoming a woman in this sport, I was never allowed to grow my nails. I couldn't get my, you know, how these girls get their long nails and everything. That wasn't any, that, you know, that was something that a, a regular broad or a regular gal would do. But because now I'm a woman behaving badly and I had to keep up with the culture, I had to keep my, I kept my nails low. Right. And, and, and it felt good for a while when I grew them out and all of that stuff. But now here we back and we back at square one, right? Y'all know what, if the nails are gone, y'all know what sugar's doing. She hitting that bag up a little bit, right? I couldn't keep, I couldn't keep it out my system. Um, Women's boxing channel says civilized in the sense that as time goes by, the etiquette will dictate how fighters need to act without outraging the public and therefore the judges. And that's what I'm saying, outraging the public, right? Um, I mean, there are certain societal standards now that I guess would outrage the public, but we still skate the line of, made, uh, of being uncivilized when it comes to Fighting because fighting in in fighting, ah, right? Even animals. When you see animals do it, ain't no. Do you do you see anybody in the forest or anything? A thing is a thing, right? Making up any rules. I saw a, I saw a big ass dragonfly fight a, a toad the other day. Yes, because I'm I I spent some time out in the country. And this is a dragonfly. The toad came up and tried to eat the dragonfly, but the dragonfly had some muscle, like it was a big one. So he didn't get in. He, he You know, a, a, a frog would go like that, and then in one gulp, the dragonfly is gone. Dinner. The dragonfly braced the wings wide and was like, nah, buddy, not tonight. And they went at it, right? instead of even just flying away the firefly i mean the the, the dragonfly was guffing with the toad the, the the toad the animal so i i mean i brought that in to say this when were there when were there ever rules in the fight and when were when, when was a fight ever really fair right so that's why i i talk about now the evolution right i think Fighting may evolve, right? Because we used to fight to the death, right? And and uh, they stopped that. You can't you can't fight until somebody dies. We got we right. So I think that there's that part of it is is civilized, right? We we don't we we don't want to kill nobody, right? And we don't want nobody to die. But right rules now that i would say is a contribution to evolving into the different styles and what's going to win what's going to give you success and what's going to bring you the abundance right and the abundance meaning onlookers and money 
and notoriety, which is, I mean, at the end of the day, that's the real prize, right? You want people to know who you are. I behave, I'm the baddest and I'm, or I'm one of the baddest that behaves the baddest, right? Um, Women's Boxing Channel says there's currently three tiers to women's boxing. One, the learners, two, the lookers, three, the bangers at the top. Women's Boxing also says, sometimes there are crossovers where all three can be matched. We see it way too often. And Women's Boxing says they each have their appeal. Yeah. I feel you on what you've said. Um, and and that's where I am with it. Now we're now there's only three tiers. Can you imagine? When I first started, there were no there you you weren't going categorize categorize anyone. So everyone had a fair chance to win you over right when when you saw two broads in the ring you're looking at them as hmm these two they it's about to go down because the fact that no one does this and they decide to climb through the damn ring and do it in front of everybody in this building and do their best at it that's that's a tear you know that that, that just makes it right and then as the sport evolves you start seeing where some of the women understand that i may not be in here and the best fighter but i got these tickle bitties and i'm going to show them to everybody that'll look at them right and while i do that i'm going to beat up who I can beat up. So now in the evolution of this whole thing, I can make money. This is my selling point. I can make money. These, the girls can make me money and while I'm entering into something that, um, that, that is fairly easy, fairly easy to be a part of, right? Because you don't, you didn't have to back in the times, you didn't have to have any type of formal training to behave badly, to fight. You didn't have to have a license. You didn't have to have MRI. You didn't have to have no tests, were no blood tests. You didn't have to be, they weren't checking if you were pregnant or not. You could just show up and be and 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 be the baddest of whoever else shows up, right? Because the purse went to whichever broad or whichever crone or woman made it to the end. Sometimes they they did a round robin where several women were fighting, and it's the woman who went the, the, who who makes it to the end is the one that gets the cash pot, the purse, the purse, right? And this is a funny one that I, um, a, a funny lore that came across when, when I was doing a little bit of um, searching for this show. The purse idea actually came from women behaving badly, women who were fighting. 
So it started off where you would hold the purse, right? You had your purse, you had the purse in your hand, right? And they're fighting and whoever dropped their purse was the loser. And whatever it is, whatever money that she had in that purse now goes into the other, the winner's purse. And then the winner, okay, would fight whoever else is in line, right? Because they had their purse too, filled with money. And whoever dropped that purse. So if the winner of the last fight, who has two purses now, two, two amounts of money or two, uh, you know, has won the fight and she has that amount of money in her purse and she loses against this next broad, then this next broad who just beat the one with um, two purses worth of money in her purse gets all that money put in her purse. And it went on and on until the, the baddest broad left with all the money in her purse. I think that, I, I mean, I, I think that's, that's, that's kind of fly, right? I, I, the, the idea that was, and I believe it, like it makes sense. Men don't carry purses, right? So the, the, the idea of a purse and, and this concept now makes total sense. It connects now because there's a culture, right? So that purse, whoever, whoever could hold on to that purse at the end of it all wins. Okay. Um, and the thing about the evolution now of behaving badly, lovely assistant, put the other image up. Um, right. Each have this, the, the, I, I'm, I'm putting this there because this is a part, this was a part of it. So these women here are grappling. Okay. And a part grappling is a part or an art of the stand up fight that I would say is lost, especially in women's boxing. Okay. I, I know how to grapple hand. I know how to stand up grapple. Uh, and, and I was taught that coach Yugi, uh, over in Japan taught me, um, my, my initial coaches, um, coach Johnny taught me, um, just all of, I, I want to name all the names. I really, I, I don't, the reason why I have named those two is because, you know, they, they are pinnacle in the story, right? But everyone, to a certain degree, all the men, because all I've ever had was men coaching me, old school men, taught me how to grapple and taught me the importance of grappling in the stand-up fight. And this not this ain't no MMA type of thing. This is why you used to see, people used to always ask, why do fighters, why are they always hugging? They, they hug a lot, they hug. It wasn't hugging, it was grappling, right? Um, 
So just giving, I'm, I'm just going to make a point for the um, previous uh, slides that, you know, that starting off with the bear, the, the, the bear uh, beginning, right? Where no shirts, nothing on our hands, we, we raw, we're bare, okay? Um, the sport had become illegal. As a matter of fact, bare knuckle boxing over here now in the West, in, the, in America, North America, um, had been illegal for about 125 years, right? So they made it illegal. And I don't, I know for sure they didn't make it illegal because people were getting hurt. I know that they made it illegal because you can't keep up with it. And Uncle Sam loved to get a cut. Now, if Uncle Sam can't get his cut, ain't nothing going on. They'll shut that shit down or he'll shut it down, right? So there were a lot of underground, backyard, bare knuckle, bar, all of these uh, combat for entertainment going on and it could not be accounted for, right? Because you, you don't know who's having one, right? Were they going to send the cops, right? And there had to be a way to, um, there, there had to be a way to regulate it. So in order to regulate something, what do you do? The first thing you do is you make it illegal right? You take it away from people or you take it away from whoever, right? I'm a mom. So I break it. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I just always, can you imagine having a fighter for a mom? I, mind you, my child is spoiled to the, to the, to the, ex, to the furthest extent. Okay. My child is spoiled rotten. Not a rotten child, but spoiled, right? But imagine now having a mother. So I, with certain things, I had the understanding of what it meant to regulate things, right? So if it's playing with toys, I take it away first and it stays away, right? For a while and then I introduce it back and I say, mm -hmm. You could play with this, especially that damn video game. Y'all let me know, man, that was a battle with, between me and the video game as a mom and, and my child. Um, they, they would, that's what they live for, video game. So I had to regulate it, right? So you're not allowed to, do, and so I introduce it back with, um, you know, some contingencies. You can do this if, this, 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 if you do this, 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 this. So when my child came to me, uh, mom, can I play the game? Did you do this, 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 this? Yes, well, now you are licensed to play uh, this game for the weekend. But after the weekend, you have to get another license, meaning you gotta check all the boxes so you can do it legally in with mama's rules, right? Not to say that I don't know with his little slick self that he may have, that that my child may have snuck and played the game when I wasn't around, which would be illegal, 
right? But there's nobody around to tell the tale. And if I wasn't there, it didn't happen, right? So this, I, I, I'm connecting that to this, right? There had to be, this, this was the, the, the man's way of regulating bad behavior for entertainment, okay? So now um, you're looking at some women grappling and uh, I mentioned that uh, fighting, especially bare knuckle, was uh, illegal for, had been illegal for 125 years. Now you can get license. You can get licenses to do that. And when you have a license to do it, that means you've paid fees. And you've paid fees to organizations that work for Uncle Sam. That would be over here in, in over here in the West. I know over there in Europe, the E, the, the E, right? I'm sure that that's probably the same concept too. Um, Women's Boxing Channel comes in and say, I know of women fighters now that do wrestling as a part of their camp. Yeah. Um, but the gag is on that, the old school women, they were doing all of that. See, women were coming, if you are a fighter, you are a fighter coming from different fights, right? So you signed up to be a boxer, you was doing kick, you had, you were a kickboxer, you were probably a wrestler, you probably did the um, tough man, tough woman, you like, you were in it, you were in it. Now, because we're civilized, right? And the, it's evolved to where now a woman has a camp and she does it in camp, right? Instead of now putting herself like back in Greece and back in the 1700s where she was on the job doing that shit every chance she got, right? So is there an, has it evolved? Let me know. Is there evolution to that now? Is it evolution or just a different way, a different style of it, a different style of of behaving badly. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, it's a fact that BKB, bare knuckle boxing, get broken jaw, nose, fists, etc. It's way less dangerous than gloves. And, you know, upon looking into this, this whole thing, and, and, and knowing what's out, knowing by, by being a woman who has lived the life, right? I know that you fight with hands, you gotta hit a certain way, and you going you, when you fight with hands, there's more um, probability of you getting cut, right? Of you getting uh, things broken because now there's no padding. And as I've said previously, the hands are conditioned to be used that way. I want, I mean, I don't, I don't think most women condition their hands for the fighting. My, me growing up or me being groomed in this sport, I think I was probably one, the last generation of women who conditioned themselves in 
the old way, right? We chopped wood, we did all of that stuff that the, the old school guys, men were doing as well, right? Like we got ready through manual labor. These broads nowadays, they're on the treadmill, right? They're taking wrestling partners and they're doing all, you know, they're doing all of that stuff and that's how they're preparing for fights. So um, there's a psychological advantage to me where you've, right? Because it's not just getting fit, it's becoming conditioned, right? Becoming conditioned to behave badly, becoming conditioned to turn that on, right? And butcher another person. Now, me on the treadmill, my mind is not there. Me running out at 4.30 a.m., you know, at certain hours of the night where there's imminent danger of around me, helps me turn that part of my mind on, right? And so now in doing that, I am conditioning my mind to be alert, right? My peripheral, my understanding of my environment, where I am, where's lit, where's not lit, where the cracks in the road are, where they're not. These things, help me to become aware of danger. And these things now make me more dangerous because I can take advantage of these variables now that I'm looking for in a fight. I can, I can, um, I can impose these variables on my opponent. And if this person hadn't been doing like how I was doing, they're not going to have the heart or understand or, have, or, or be prepared to deal with the intensity of what that is, what the, the, the pain of it, the, the stress of it, the aggression behind that. This is what I'm saying, right? So as we become civilized, we're taking the heart and soul out of, or as we become evolved, we're taking the heart and soul out of what this thing really means, right? Out of what fighting really is, right? I, we identify with a fighter by their, by their heart, by their spirit, by what you know that they went through in order to be prepared for the opposition and that fight that you're looking at. And that's the entertainment for us all, right? Um, I'm just looking at my notes here on my phone. Um, so, you know, there are techniques that people had when they were, or the women had when they were fighting bare, with bare knuckles, like women's boxing said, you know, uh, broken jaw, broken nose, fists, right? So if I'm hitting you with a glove, right? It's taking away the understanding of if I hit you, 
a particular way, a particular angle with my hand, I can then do damage. I can tear this, I can cut this, I can swell this shut, right? I can hit this area where, you know, the it starts to swell. And when it starts to swell, the equilibrium now is composed, um, it is um, compromised, right? And it's taking away my understanding of the butchering of my opposition because that's what the fight is for. I have to take you apart so you know that I'm the dominant one. I have to take you apart or I have to reduce you to your to, to dust, to, to your most fragile state. I have to reduce you there to impose my dominance and to show you that I win and everyone else knows that I win, right? Either that or, you know, I put you to sleep, but I'm going to stop you, right? And in stopping somebody, you have to know what makes them tick and what makes them work. Now, those bare knuckle, like Women's Boxing Channel said, it's about breaking somebody down, right? Like, it's, 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 it, it's kind of like, you know, when the making love starts to happen and you, you peel off the first layer so you can see the goodies, right? Bare knuckles. So these women, they're more dext, you know, there's more dexterity in how they place their shot, where they place their shot. They're, they're trying to damage more so than knock somebody's brain against their skull and knock them out, right? Even with the body shots, you're, now you know you have you have an idea of where you're placing the shots and now what this is going to do. So if I'm bare knuckle fighting, which I do understand the concept, I know my uh, coaches, like even there's certain things that you don't even see being used anymore, right? I used to have to train in the punching mitts, which look like mittens. They look like leather mittens right? And punching with the punching mitts was a way of conditioning a fighter to fight with that bare knuckle understanding and mentality, right? You're hitting the bag and it's a leather bag or it's a canvas bag, you know, and the leather mitts don't have the padding of the gloves, so now you're still, you're understanding now how to hit, what angle to hit in order to get the shot that you want and practice it on the bag. Now, when you're now looking at someone too, cause I used to spar, not hard, but I used to spar with the leather mitts on, right? Because my coach and coaches wanted to see if I was placing my shots and if I understood how. And thankfully, in my entire career, I never had a hand injury. My, my, my trainers, my coaches were very, and I think maybe I chose them that way. They chose me that way. Um, they were very, very particular about hand health. Right. They made sure that the, this thing, it's like, you know, uh, 
a racehorse with a broken leg, what they used to do, they used to put them down. They used to shoot them, right? A fighter who has bad hands or who has injured hands ain't no good. There's some trainers and coaches who used to drop a fighter if the dropper, if the fighter's hand got hurt because now it's a lame fighter. Um, let's see if anybody chimed in. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, glove impact over time does real damage to the brain, unlike bare fists, right? Because th that glove, as I've explained before, is essentially now an added weapon. It's an added tool to the evolution of the combat, right? But is it, is it, has it evolved now, right? Because now we're not thinking about the actual art of striking. We're not thinking about that. Now we're thinking, oh, the gloves are on, I'm gonna hit hard, I'm gonna hit hard, I'm swinging. And a lot of people don't even know how to use the glove. You know what I'm saying? Back in the, right? I talk about, uh, I talk like a old, I'm an old lady in this. I am, right? But back in the times, right? When they used to glove, they used to glove you up and there were lace gloves. I'm not sure if they're using lace gloves now in, in professional boxing. But used to lay, they used to say, lace them up. So you'd have something like you look on your shoes and the shoelaces would be right here, right? There's something called what? Glove rash. That used to be used in the fight, right? They'd tape around, but you still had an area where you can rake somebody, right? And that was a part of the fight. That was a part of the fight. If you inherently got rashed, then, you know, maybe you should train expecting to know that, you know, you're going to get rashed and you, you do what you, 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 now there's a technique, you learn the technique so you can defend yourself from that, right? Uh, you know, they're using 10 ounce gloves. I, um, I fought in the lowest I fought in eight ounce gloves. The lesser, the the smaller weight, sometimes they fight in six ounce gloves, you know, and the six ounce gloves are closer to the mitt, would be closer to, you know, having that bare knuckle effect. Except for, you know, your hands are uh, wrapped with gauze and tape under or within the glove too. Um, that fighter, Margarito, really um really put a, a dent or or really made an impact on the sport where um i forgot his first name but margarito that was i mean that he was a a killer at the time because he his corner or his his hand man would wrap his hands with the gauze and the tape in such a way that it was like he had a cast on yeah so it was hard as a cast, much like y'all hear about that old, um, the, the old lore about, okay, check the hands because they used, they used to um, roll that roll of, roll of dimes in 
with the fighters' raps, and now they're hitting you, getting hit with a roll of di- with a roll of coins or a roll of dimes every time you get hit, right? So these are variables that got added, right? We we've evolved from bear, bear, in women's boxing, right, to where hmm, now there's gloves, right? Now no one's thinking about the long-term uh, result of using these gloves. No one's understanding what the gloves have now taken away from the style and the evolution of the industry. These things are important in women's boxing because that's the entertainment aspect. You watch the WNBA, right? Girl, women, I think they're just starting to dunk now. These little youngins now, right? I've seen some girls dunking. But before, it was more so the skill of it that kept people interested, right? We're skill-based. We're skill-based and we're emotional-based in women's boxing, right? But when you had the occasional woman that was skill-based, had the emotion, and had that thunder clap, you you had you had now some uh, an edge, right? That thunder clap was the edge that would make you more money. Now you've evolved the game because now you've added that the potential of that happening to your purse, right? Uh, lovely assistant, can you change the image? Women's Boxing Channel says, I got the UK's first ever license for bare knuckle boxing. I proved that it is a mixed martial art to get it. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, Women's Boxing Channel said it was 2014 when they got uh, the UK's first ever bare knuckle boxing license. So, like, after it being illegal for so many hundred years, Women's Boxing Channel became the first to get it back legal, okay? And the way Women's Boxing Channel got it back legal now is to prove that it's a martial art, right? It's civilized. We've evolved, right? Because you can see the arts in it, the different arts, right? What is bare knuckle boxing? It's bare knuckle, right? What? Bare knuckle. It, it, it is what it is. It's, it's still that archaic thing that we used to do. So now, um, Women's Boxing Channel, let me know, since you have, uh, did, did was it a promoter's license or were you a bare knuckle boxer? What part did you play in um, the, this aspect of boxing? Um, Women's Boxing came in before and said, uh, it was the 10th of October, 2015, that they got the, um, the, the first ever license for bare knuckle boxing.
Um, Women's Boxing Channel now comes in and says, before that, it was always in the Bales Underground and was a sport started by my son, Andy. Okay. See Google, Andy was a KBK fighter. Hmm. Or, sorry, a bare knuckle. I, I think you might, might have gotten the, the, um, the acronym mixed up. You tell me, Andy, your son, was a bare knuckle boxer. Is that, is that what, it, and you know what, that, if that's the case, Andy should, does, and do they respect Andy that way? Does, do they give, have they awarded Andy or acknowledged Andy for doing that? Because I mean, that's, that's pugilistic um, history. Right, he's he's he he made a he made a mark, in in our industry. So he needs to be acknowledged for that. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says before we started it as a sport, it was feudal by gypsy travelers. You see what I'm saying, right? And from what I understand, the word gypsy is considered derogatory. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that, you know, Jip, uh, Jip and I, I hate to keep saying it, but who were known as gypsies were not the classiest people, right? They were, they, they were looked at as the lower level of society. And so um, they were doing it right? The uncivilized. And then it turned around and became civilized. And then uh, other people, it, then, then it became something that everyone um, started doing. Isn't that something? Um, so look at this image here. These are some more bare knuckle ladies who are keeping the culture, right? And I love this picture because you could see the grappling in this picture. You can see that they're still using the techniques that we don't want to, to disappear in their, in their art. Um, the grabbing, so the, you know, the grabbing behind the head, right? And then the other girl, she, she's now, um, I forgot what it's called. Coach Yugi used to have me do it all the time right? And that's for when they come close and it's in the clinch. I forgot. I'm, um, goodness, what is that called again? Somebody who knows, come on, chime in. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't even know how to Google it. And I know, I, it, you know, if you ever had something like that, you know, it's, it's just on the tip of your tongue. It's like you know the word, but you can't say it because you don't, you can't remember it, but the word is here. It's the same thing here, right? So Coach Yugi used to have, um, used to have me do that and then used to grab me behind my head and, you know, I'd have to find a way to get out of it. And that's what I used when I was being held or I was in a clinch. And when you look, this is why I have a that this is why I I call it toddlers eating spaghetti, 
when these new broads are fighting, because when they get in the clinch, they don't know how to come out of it and they don't know how to fight in the clinch, which is what you're getting paid for. You're supposed to know how to do that, right? That's supposed to be something on your resume. I do this too. That's why I'm on here and that's why I make so much money entertaining you to do this. They're not. The ref comes in and breaks them up like it's a damn amateur fight. We, this is the thing. This is what I'm talking about. People think that, oh, Suge's hard on women, you know, these young broads out here or other women. No, no, no. It's because I know what it's supposed to look like. I know what it's supposed to be, right? And we, we want to we keep the, the um, we, we want to keep it still whole. Right, we we don't want to have a fraction here, 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 right? We 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 want we want the standard to have it, its um, the the concentration of of what it is that we have learned and earned for these last couple hundred years that we've been doing it. Okay, so, you know, these these girls, they're fighting two minutes, that's fine. But in the two minutes, what are you doing? <laughs> and running, <laughs> and, and, and just playing tag? Not exhibiting any skill set? Walking away, playing dodge, playing dodge in there? When... You got the women in bare knuckles still grappling. You know, the culture is still there. I invite, I would love for a lot of these women who do bare knuckle to come over to women's boxing and, and you know, even out, you know, filter out those that can't that that don't know it and can't cut it i look at their views and i look at what they have going on the bare knuckle women actually get more views for their fights or they get more attention for their fighting than women boxers professional women boxers i watch i watch women's bare knuckle um, boxing and I quite enjoy it because I see that I, I see the entertainment of it. You know, they show up, they have their personalities. It's 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 not too different from women's boxing where either you gotta like the broad or not. But it makes you you like the broad a bit more when you see her skills when you see that she knows how to handle herself with every problem that that opposition gives her. And she's not depending on the rep or the shenanigans of what's going on to save her from a fight, right? Because when you sign up to fight, right? You're signing your life on the dotted line and you're signing that dotted line saying that I know what to do. I don't need no help. Y'all just make sure we stay safe, 
but I don't. I know what to do. I know what to do in a grapple. I know how to strike. I know how to go to the body. I know how to go to that. I know how to put combinations together. And I got some strategies up my sleeve. Let the bell ring. These broads who are getting paid now up to a million, hundreds of thousands of dollars, they're, it's to me, with what, especially the research that I've done recently, I think it's a raw deal, right? Like um, Women's uh, Boxing Channel says, by 2035, the winner will be based on looks. It'll turn right back into damn pageantry. Oh, Miss America, right? Miss Europe, Miss Miss WBC, Miss IBA, Miss IBF, Miss WBA, right? It'll turn into a damn pageant instead of being about behaving badly. <coughs> and not to, <coughs> sorry, and I don't even have my water. Not to say that behaving badly will disappear because it's alive and well in the underground. That's where it should be. I, I, I ain't in it no more, but I love to watch it. I, should, I, I go right back where, where, where I started. Um, I love to go and watch the underground because then the streets, right? You see who's in the streets. You see who's real in the streets. And you see, oh, okay. Right? This is what it really is out here. So it'll never disappear. And the thing about it is, it's more people, like it's more accessible now because now, I mean, you got YouTube where you can see, you don't know where or when it happened, but you can see that it happened. Right? And then now you got Instagram where you could follow your favorite underground fighter. Right? Um, because, like, what they did to regulate. It back in the 17, 16, 1700s, they made it illegal or whatever. 1800, they made it illegal. It's gone back to where you can't find me and I'm making money, right? And so these underground fights are still making a lot of money and more frequent money than these commercialized fights. Um, so yeah, I wanted you guys to have a look at this because I, I love these two ladies um, are exhibiting a bit of grappling in their bare knuckle fight. You see one, her hands are open, right? So there, there's just techniques now when you have your hand that can, you can use in a stand-up fight, right? And there are techniques that you can use when your hands are in the glove as well, right? You'd have to show up to maybe one of my trainings or camps where I teach some of this stuff, you guys. But I ain't going to sit here and uh, lecture it on on the show. No, we're having a conversation. Um, Women's Boxing Channel comes in and says, Andy set up B-BAD promotions. I like, I love the sound of that. B-BAD promotions. That's, that. That sound good. Then sold it to a guy who carried it on. Andy is ill. Oh, okay. So 
And it and it's a lot for someone to keep up. The fact that Andy became a promoter of it also shows that, you know, he 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 contributed to the industry, which I'm grateful for. You know, it's not the best, it's not the greatest, but every every job or every business has its dark side. Right? So being a promoter and and getting the first license and getting it back legal that's a big uh that that's a big milestone for our industry and and a uh, women's boxing channel please tell andy that suge sugar here um is grateful for the time and effort that he put in our industry and i hope that he does uh he lives uh a uh, as best as he can uh, with within his ill state right now. You know, sometimes we can't we can't get totally cured, but we can still enjoy our lives uh, to the best we can within our ill state. Okay, um, Women's Boxing Channel says bare knuckle boxing is now regular at the O2. Okay. I don't know what the O2 is, Women Boxing Channel. You want to break that down for me. But yeah, bare knuckle boxing, and they do, guess what? They don't fight in a ring neither. Well, you tell me this, Women's Boxing Channel. They fight in a in a in a triangle. Is this a triangle? Their triangle kind of looks like this. Yeah. Right? So there's a new one neutral corner. And then the other two corners belong to each fighter. There's no two neutral corners, right? So it your ass can be can your back can be in the corner, right? There's only one place that your back can be in the corner, right? No, three places that your back can be in the corner. That extra one they take away. So now you got to think about the footwork. That's how you're going to maintain your distance and how you're going to um, deal with the the um, the real estate in this way of a triangular ring, not a square ring. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says sticking hands, they call it in Kung Fu. Hmm, is you you talking about the goodness? What did they call this? It was just I was just about to say it, and then it flies out of my like I can't. Gosh, this is going now. I'm have to sleep on this, and it's if I don't say it this show, I'm gonna have to say it the next show, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, the reason, and I can't believe I don't remember the the proper term for it because Coach Yugi used to have me do it all the time. I did it so much that I thought I was going to go crazy. But he had me doing it so much that when it started happening to me, when I got in the situation, I wasn't even thinking about doing it. I just fell into doing it. And so mission accomplished, uh, Coach Yugi. Great, I tell you, great, great trainers, great coaches, man, right? And and me and Coach Yugi, we we butt heads at times because you know, sugar, sugars get choleric sometimes. She get a fight. What the fuck? I mean, you got me doing this shit for. I'm a boxer. 
I'm not doing this shit no more while I'm doing it. <laughs> right? But then, like I said, when when I get into the fight or if the, if it happens to me, even with the men, I know how to, I, I, I just do it. And um, no, it's not. Women's boxing, I know you're trying to help me find it. Women's boxing channel says, yes, the hands thing. Um, women's boxing says, do you mean a clinch? I do. It's it's a form of grappling that you do in the clinch. Women's boxing channel. And I know y'all think I'm doing I'm being silly, but it's this is essentially how you how your hands and shoulders are and you manipulate now the the movement and the momentum of that inside deal and when you do that now you can hit in between and you can tie the person up so as you're grappling them you're striking them short on the inside oh man I need to, I really do need to, somebody invite me to your camp. I want to, I want to coach somebody. I want to make somebody dangerous because listen, I know it. I've, I've, I've gone to gyms and what's happened or I've, I've gone around other fighters and what happens is their coach, um, you know, it, uh, you know, Johnny come, Johnny come, you know, Monday coach they don't know the stuff so when i start saying these things because they don't know they take their fighter away because they don't want their fighter to know that they don't know how they don't know what these techniques are and really they don't know the depth of the the training of them to prepare to be behaving badly or in this these this dangerous thing we call pugilism. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, look at the photo you got. That girl in blue looks like Katie Taylor. Ops, I know it ain't, but it really reminds me of her. Why, because she got the dark hair? Katie Taylor really doesn't, to me, Katie Taylor doesn't really have a unique look. Katie Taylor looks like an, an average brunette to me, like an average face brunette, right? You have some fighters who kind of stick out. They look a certain way. Katie Taylor could, could look like anybody, any broad with brown hair to me, but it's, I'm sorry that that's just me. I I'm I'm just talking about features wise. Um I I I like I just I like the picture women's boxing channel because um both fighters are exhibiting uh, like skill sets that us women boxers have lost like we don't know this anymore we don't utilize this anymore and i'm hoping that this comes back to our neck of the woods we have women now that understand how to use this within our within our box within our uh you know our section of the evolution of fighting 
right? To me, I think that is even an oxymoron, the evolution, right? Um, because at the end of the day, a fight is the most archaic thing. Like this, you, like anything goes in a fight, right? Uh, women's box. Oh, you already said it. So, um, yeah. Uh, lovely assistant. Is there any more? Did do we have any more images? Right. So, I this image also was added because these are Mongolian women grappling. Okay. So, um, you know, if y'all don't understand what grappling is, um, let's see, let me give you the shushu popo, the definition, the actual definition that I find found. Okay. Come on. Don't tell me. Well, of course. Um, of course that didn't get saved in there. Okay. All right. Well, I, I remember it. Grappling is clenching something very hard, tightly, um, and, 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 and grabbing on to a problem situation. That's what the definition um, of, of grappling was with regards to fighting that I found. Now these women here, they're Mongolian women. You see them in their boots. Um, they have on their traditional jackets for this, but the t-shirts are under the jacket. I thought that this is an interesting story or an interesting lore about um, women behaving badly back in in Mongolian culture. Okay, so the the, the story is uh, a woman wrestler once dressed up as a man, as we have to do most of the time to behave badly. Um, and entered an all male competition. Okay. She uh, defeated all the challengers. Okay. Then pulled up. Then, um, yeah, so she defeated all the challengers. And then at the end, because they thought she was a man, you know, once she got the to the top, she celebrated by ripping off the vest. Yes, yes. And when she ripped off her vest, that's when everyone realized that she was a woman, right? Because the girls was just out there. They're like, the shawty got some tig old bitties, right? So it then became a rule, I suppose, as the fighting evolved, that those the vest that bears the chest has to be worn in all rest wrestling exhibitions to ensure that each participant is indeed male because they didn't want to break any laws or any rules about women grappling and doing the traditional fighting art of grappling in back in ancient Mongolian times. 
Isn't that something? So, like I said, you know, women have been, we've been behaving badly. We've been doing it for entertainment for a very, very long time. As you can see, these women aren't shy of an audience, right? And it, it was always, right? We, we couldn't keep doing it for this long if there weren't people showing up to watch it. So, like, in us, in, in the women's boxing industry where we're still only having celebrity boxers and the actual composure, you know, the, of what it is that we do have been so bastardized and, and, and diluted that we're not even doing it the way that the people that in, in the way that the people were drawn to us initially, you know, it, it, it's, it shows that we, our longevity is, is declining. I bring it back to what women's boxing channel says by 2035, it's going to be who looks the best. It's going to turn right back into a damn pageant. Right? You get to go in and shake your shimmy and dance around and probably not even hit each other. Just touch. Just touch. And whoever did the most touches and, and looks the best after wins gets the purse. Right? Our days are numbered if we don't start understanding how to really evolve into this commercial place that women's boxing is right now. We got to do it right. We got to do it right. And we're the ones selling us. We're the ones who always sold us, right? The, the mothers and the grandmothers and the great grandmothers who behaved badly before, right? They were the ones who kept the embers hot, who kept people coming, who kept people interested, right? Now, what we want to do is we don't want to take away the work that they did. We want to add on to the fact that now we're doing the work and we're getting paid our worth, right? We don't want to dilute the product because once you dilute the product, it, it ain't the same. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, you know what? We learn more from you every week with what you say by experiences than anyone else in the world. It's a fact. Brooke Diedroff does more on interview history, but you are the bomb. Who's the bomb? Well, you know what I'm saying. Like, I, what it is, Women's Boxing Channel is, uh, not to say nobody else is doing it, but I'm, I'm so true to it that I had to dedicate my platform to it, right? And the more y'all understand a broad like sugar is the more you'll understand and appreciate most of us broads. And maybe, then maybe, right? We can do it right and we can make some money and we can all live good behaving badly. That's where I am. 
that's where I am, right? If, if you don't know what, if, if you don't know what the ingredients of that bomb ass sandwich you just ate, right? Then any, they could serve you anything. Like my, my grandmother used to say this, you ain't gonna sprinkle powdered sugar on a turd and tell me it's a donut. It's still some bullshit. It's still some shit. I don't care what you, what you roll it in, right? We ain't shit. I mean, we are not what we are. We are the shit. Okay. Let's put it this way. Women boxers or women who behave badly. We are the shit. Okay. We don't need to be rolled in no powdered sugar. We don't need nothing. We don't need you to put us in no package so we could look a particular way because people go and buy it. Why? Because y'all love our stank, right? That stank is what, is what people, they want to see how stank it can get. And, and it's not a secret. And, the, you know, I wanted to make this point. Um, I wanted to make this point where it is said that um, these boxing fights were more so for the, um, for the under, you know, for, for the people who were the lower class in society. Yeah. You know, um, the women who fought were um, women who were prostitutes, women who did farm labor, women who, you know, had to really do some of the most unsavory things for a living. But the fact through all of these hundreds of years was they were proud that they could fight or that they were a fighter and they were proud that they were some of the baddest bitches that ever lived. And that is the sorority. That's what we don't want to lose. I got a great grandmother boxer who she was boxing with her titties out back in the day. I want to be, listen, I want to be bad like her. Right? We were around. Um, there was a fight, me and this particular fighter out here had butt heads because she used to like to bring in this bullshit talking about, oh, the women foxers before us, they weren't, they didn't have no technique. They weren't as this, like the, like the fuck you saying? Y'all better? You're better because you're, a, you, you did, you're an amateur in the times where amateurs was weak as shit. You wasn't even an amateur when amateur, being an amateur woman boxer was dangerous. And you got the nerve to uh, you, you got the nerve to now try to, uh, take away our substance. 
work on you. We're okay. Work on you. You know what I'm saying? That's where like I knock head, I, I butt heads because I was the new at one time, but I always paid homage to my mothers, my boxing mothers, my boxing aunties, my boxing uh, grandmothers and great, great grandmothers that was out there because I know that this shit is not easy. The life is not easy. And, and you have to be made of a certain fabric to do this. That's why I don't recognize sub 10 fighters because if you haven't done it at least 10 times, you ain't, you ain't about this life. You haven't done it consistent enough to hurt so good. You haven't done it enough to see what's out here. If you've had less than, if you'd gone less than 10 times, I'm talking about either amateur or pro. Now I would say pro, right? Because amateur is a different thing. Pro, amateur and pro are apples and oranges, right? You got the juice and you squeeze the juice from, from the amateur, but that apple, it take, it, it's much harder to squeeze juice from an apple, ain't it? Them's the pros. Right? And you ever had an apple thrown at your ass? That shit, that, it hurts. Ain't no juice coming from, it's different. That apple will hurt you, <laughs> right? So that's what I'm talking about. We have to appreciate this stuff. So that's why I teach it, Women's Boxing Channel. I, I try to connect the dots because we don't, we have, we have, so-called historians and so-called people who find old articles and all of that shit, but they're not talking about what connects us all. They're not talking about and understanding the culture that we come from. And that's, that's what's important. That's what's important. Um, because I'm going to be an old, old lady with silver hair like this one day. And it's going to be some little youngins. They're probably running around right now, one and two years old. They're going to be behaving badly. And I want them to look at sugar like how we look at old Sugar Ray Robinson. And how, like how Sugar Ray Robinson looked at, um, come on, come on, Jack Black. Right? Joe or Jack Black. I want that for us in women's boxing. Um, women's boxing channel say, so is Brooke. Love her work to to bits as I do yours. I and that's it. I I love what Brooke does because Brooke puts a face to these stories. She puts a she puts the faces. It, it, to where you you know that you know <laughs> these women lived and breathed and they have a story and they they you can get to know them and you can get to like them right uh from from what they tell you right because <laughs> these in, interviews be something else right but that's why i love what brooke does as well um so we didn't have this before. 
that's why I think it's I think it's such a wonderful thing that Talk and Fight did this for the women. I love that Talk and Fight finally brought some authentic women fighters on the team to tell the story and not to act like they know the story or whatever. Like we we like we've been with the shits and we know who's with the shits and we'll talk about the shits. <laughs> you know? Those who ain't never don't ain't been about this life, they they not gonna last. Cause they don't know what the, they they don't know what it is they're talking about, and that and and really that's the truth about it. Don't no shade, no shade to to any of the other females on on our talk and fight roster. Y'all have y'all you have your hat that you wear, but I would say me and Brooke because we are fighters. You know, our we we actually no like we can we can keep the story going because we know what it is we've we've been there we felt it we know what it's supposed to look like <laughs> because we've been there um lovely assistant can you put uh, another image up ooh so i put this one up right and this one's a treat okay so these are women behaving badly or baddies being bad in Brazil, okay? In the streets, like this is a parking lot, okay? Let me tell you something. It don't stop nothing. Money's out here. We make money's out here for us women's boxing, right? But we gotta do it right. We gotta take it out the hands of who is not, it, 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 of who is, is, uh, like I said, diluting what it is that we bring to the table. I don't care what nobody say. This shit looks interesting already. You know what I'm saying? It looks, for those who are on the podcast or listening in, check out the show on on um, YouTube. And y'all don't forget to like, subscribe and share. And come on, y'all drop some money on my books. Y'all can be donating. Come on, give, show, put some money, give sugar a treat. I want to be able to say, oh, this is I, I somebody, Eddie Barrington, you know, Eddie Barrington always coming with the emojis with the flowers and drink. Well, I want to be able to buy me a flower here in my cyberspace, in my corner of cyberspace and say, look what so-and-so bought me because they donated. They gave me money. They put money on my books for the show, you guys, right? Y'all know sugar throat be getting dry on here. Buy me a drink. Let me pick up a drink and say, look, look what so-and-so bought me. You know what I'm saying? Do I mean, do something real nice for me. And, you know, send, send, me, some, send me some hardware so, so I can show a little skid and say, look, Cause it's just rock, just rock the hardware versus this, uh, against the skin, the caramel skin and say, look what such and such put on my neck or my wrist. Oh no. Right. I'm a woman who behaves badly. I talk that talk, you know what I'm saying? And it just feels good to have something in my purse when I walk away. <laughs> 
So back to this image. So you got one broad with the booty do, okay? And she out there in the polka dotted drawers. Find this other one with the she, she got the the yoga pants on and the and the little tank top, and they both looking like they about it's it's about to go down, okay? This is entertaining to me. Why? Because they don't have no. There's no raps. Ain't nobody running in this picture, right? Ain't no ref saving nobody in this picture, right? They 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 about to take it there. They about to go until somebody can't go no more. Yeah, and that's that's worth money because they have put it out in the universe that they will behave badly. This is a story that they will tell their children and grandchildren. I promise you. And guess what? Like one day, I, I promise you, like I used to be in school with, um, before I knew I was going to be a boxer. And I used to, there used to be like kids in school that they'd be like, my granddaddy a boxer, my daddy a boxer. Girls and boys, they won. My my granddaddy won golden gloves. My daddy, my daddy, uh, golden glove. My dad. So I used to be like, damn. I wish I wish my daddy was like. I wish my mama would golden glove, right? But I'm, my parents were immigrants from from the Caribbean, right? We weren't organized like that. So when we behave badly, you know. They, it was with a machete or whatever in the streets, however it happens, right? When nobody winning no golden gloves and stuff in the Caribbean. But I'm working on changing that, right? We we gotta have something, some some key, uh, you know, some note, some award that uh, acknowledges our Caribbean baddies. Stay tuned for that. Um, but in this picture, this is another form of the evolution. Like this is people show up for this. People pay for this, right? So the different, these, these broads had more views than um, some noteworthy women boxers. And the reason why is, well, noteworthy women boxers today. And the reason why is because the people who watch them fight are getting the foundational rewards from this entertainment that this commercialization has taken out, right? No one cares if a broad turns her punch over like an amateur. Nobody cares how many punches were thrown. No one's counting right? They want to see the action. They want to see what happens when each fighter comes together. I mean, when these two fighters come together in a clinch and they have to fight their way out of it, they want to see who has the better movement. They want to see who used the floor better and who hurt the other more so, who broke that shit and broke the other one down the most right? 
No one's looking at looking for a, a tomato can early stoppage. No one's looking for, oh, she's uh, she's the prettier one or she's, she's going to win. Like, no one's looking for that with this. That's why whoever recorded this and put this out here in cyberspace is getting money as we speak on views because people want to see us behaving badly in some of our most uh, uncivilized, archaic dispositions. You understand? A lovely assistant. Any more, any more, any more images. And here we go again in the parking lot. Okay, this look like this look like one of them Walmart parking lots or the bowling alley parking lots. Okay, entertainment. Okay, you should have seen the views on this one. All right, and she could have came on, come on over, come on in the ring with us, right? Because if you if 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 you got the tenacity and the ferociousness to do this in a parking lot, well, we'll clean you up, girl. We'll give you some. We'll give you a bit more skills and some technique, and we'll put you in there with some of these broads that think that oh, because I have this background and because I have this, that they automatically should win a fight, right? Let's take it back to where everyone has a fighter's chance, no matter where, what background you're coming from, right? Let's take it back to where it's not, fighting is not for the rich because it was never for the rich. Right? It, it was for us women who had to fight our way out of stuff. Right? Where our, what we had is that. Let's bring it back to that. And I'm not saying some of y'all rich girls don't belong in this. What I'm saying is y'all can't buy everything. Right? Y'all can't buy a win when, when, it's, when, when it's called fighting. You can't buy a win. You got to fight for it. Lovely assistant. Any more images? Any more? Any more? Here we go. So this is an underground, right? This is an underground fight. And as you can see, these ones, like this one is still spiffy. This underground fight is still spiffy because they're actually fighting in a ring, <laughs> right? There are, oh goodness, I could tell you some stories about underground fights and that's just a whole other, that's just a whole other thing, which is very interesting too. I'll tell you one thing, in underground, in an underground fight, there's no ropes. The boundary are, is the spectator. So say this round, how I'm holding my hand is the spectator and the fighters are fighting in in this open part, okay? So, in some of, in um, underground fighting, the crowd, the shape of the crowd morphs and moves. And as you're fighting, you have to adjust and morph, I mean, adjust and, and yeah, and morph your style with how the crowd is moving and where they're going and what's in your path. Like sometimes you're fighting on grass, sometimes you're fighting on gravel. Sometimes it's, you know, 
hard top. You know what I'm saying? But you're doing this. Ain't no rope to, you know, for you to lean on. It's at, sometimes it's a person and sometimes you'll step on a person and they'll push you back. And then, you know, some, you know, either you turn around and you focus on them and then next you know that other person on your ass or you, you come out of it because you're in a real underground fight. Anything can happen, right? It's stuff like that, right? So then my preparation when I was running and stuff like that, like I said, that 4 a, 4.30 a.m. run was me looking out was me getting my mind ready for that situation, right? Because now I know, I, oh, I'm in, I'm on your ass. I don't, I can adjust to how this, how, how this crowd is working, right? Going, oh, and y'all are just fighting in this, in this little space right here, or like this, like they'll move, that's how it goes. Very interesting. Um, so these two broads here, you can see they don't even have civilized, they don't even have fight clothes on, right? They're not wearing boxers. They're not wearing sports bras. They don't have the, the, the shells and the cups in their bras to protect your boobies. They don't have none of that. These two baddies, are fighting and as you can see they're not short of an audience and as you can see by now that when somebody comes show up for something you could charge them so the styles of this what i want i said that you know my point about it is you know as we move and as we evolve in this fight game thing, especially as women, we must understand what our value is, right? We're not begging nobody to watch us. They always been watching us, right? So what I heard with Guzman and a lot of other um, great contenders out there that's still getting $4,500, like, um, only getting four figures for huge platform fights. We have to come together as a sorority, as a sisterhood, and make a standard, right? Ali, um, yo ass got knocked out for $4,500. How you feel about that? You know what I'm saying? You paid $4,500. The fighter that you got knocked out by um, did it and got paid $4,500. So your value now goes down. Your stock goes down. Which promoter are you going to go to and demand big money when a fighter that fought for $4,500 knocked your ass out? This is what I'm talking about, right? Because I know Ramla, Ramla made five figures, right? I mean, but you can't be on Vogue and, and L and got books and shit 
and fighting for no four figures. We take care of each other out here. Yes, I'm gonna fight you, but I know your value because your value determines my value at its very minimum, right? You fight $500 fighters, that's how much you're worth. Because these $500 fighters, right? That's that, That's your value system. You pay the people you're fighting well, or you, you pay them something close to what you would want, then your value, you maintain your value that way. You maintain your value. This is the business of our industry, okay? Um, lovely assistant, any, let's see, who else we got here? Here we go. <laughs> More women behaving badly on the, this is an underground show, right? They got on t-shirts and jeans. One got looked like she got cowboy boots on, right? Doesn't look too different. I mean, look at those two in the ring. They don't look much different. They wouldn't look much different if you put them on a larger platform, they wouldn't look much different. These girls don't look no different from what you see over here in the underground. This is what I want you to know, okay? So we need to expect, we, we need to have a standard where if you're on that big ass platform, you've got to be looking extraordinary. I need you to be looking like a pro in there. I need to see you catching catching a punch and looking at it because you know what you're gonna do and you know what's coming at you. Like these pictures, you're still seeing what girls' eyes are closed. You don't see no you you don't see nobody focused in. You don't see Man, I should have added when I fought in Japan, Rika, and this is one of my favorite. I don't, I don't look at, I don't look at anything that I never look at. Used to look at anything that came in the paper, none of the media behind anything I did in fighting. I, I just did it. I didn't read, I didn't read about nothing after. And, um. I forgot how, but I was speaking to someone. I had met someone who uh, is from Japan, for Japan. I said, I fought in Japan. I was, you know, I told him I fought at the uh, Karakuen Hall in Japan. It was a historic fight. That Japanese person went back and found a picture of me. And in the picture, Rika threw a shot at me and I blocked it and I was looking at the shot. She she threw it, her eyes closed and I and like I, I um I rocked back and caught the shot like this and I was looking at it to um to counter her. And I was so proud of myself. I was, I mean, I was so proud, right? Because I it it wasn't a picture, you know. 
eyes closed or anything. It really showed me that I, I was a professional. I was such a professional in there that the photographer caught, caught me exhibiting that skill. And I was quite present in what I was doing, right? That's what I want to see with these these broads that are making millions or, you know, I see it, Clar Clarissa's um, shots, you see her, you see it. I, you, you can't, you, you can't complain about the girl, the, the broad Cl Clarissa Shields. The only, the only thing that you can say is, or I would say as a woman, as a woman boxer who um, who I guess I'm turning into a bit of a historian. I just wish Clarissa was in a time where she could prove who she really is, right? Clarissa is the best right now, but she hasn't been put in a position in the ring to prove who she really is. I don't care if they say it's Savannah Marshall. I don't care. Marshall, Marshall wouldn't try to fight. Right? I would have loved to see Shields in there having to dig deep and, and find a way to win in front of these these broads that were before her, who were bad, um, it, it that, so um, you know it's just timing. It really is. Lovely assistant. Um, so I put this pit. I put this in there. This image in there because I mean it's a bit of what I just said earlier. But these this. These are two of women's boxing's best female fighters. Like these, these, these broads, I mean, these two broads were the best. Okay. And I would say still arguably the best, some of the, the like names should be mentioned. So you see to the far left, that's Hannah Fox. And then to my immediate um, left right here is Fredia Gibbs, and both have great stories uh, in this in 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 boxing. Look them up. We got internet. I ain't, I ain't finna put no. I want you to do the homework because what I find is when you guys are that interested, and and it all all it takes is for you to just Google right or or put their name into the into youtube you'll see you'll see fights or you'll see whatever it is that's out there um on them right and you'll you really get to see how these the, these broads operated right this fight hannah fox versus fredia gibbs was the first fight women's fight that i actually ever saw i think it came on either usa yeah, it wasn't Fox Sports. It there was a channel called USA, and they used to show boxing. And most of the women boxing fights, I think, was on um, the that um, 
broadcasting um what was it like they 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 had fox they have espn now they have all but there used to be usa okay and that's where i saw and i'm telling you i didn't even i didn't blink it was like y'all it it was our mega it was it, it was a women's mega match or super match right because these were two great women's contenders, authentically good women's contenders, right? Nobody was thirst trapping here. Both had great styles. I would say both had a bit of street in them the way they fought. And I liked it. It inspired me to get into it. And, you know, it started my story where I looked at them and I said, I want to be like them. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I'm a young teenage girl. And I said, I want to be like them. I want to fight on, I want to have a fight on TV like them. And that's when, you know, too bad turned into Miss Too Bad into Sugar. That's where the story started, right? When I watched this fight right here. The very first idea of girl boxing was and, and i'm gonna get you know y'all don't know this but there's a song there's a group called swv and they have a song where they sing i get so weak in the knees i can hardly speak i lose all control then something takes over me in a day i'm not gonna sing the whole thing because i'm not a singer but i sang enough for y'all to know this swv song when the music video came out, I was like 13. And these girls, they were R&B singers and they were supposed to be like these hard R&B singer girls. And the story was about these, um, in the story were these girl boxers. And I just, I was like, what? Like, I didn't even know of th that, but it was my favorite video, favorite song because of the boxing thing. And like years, it turns out years later, I become a boxer, who knows, right? Anyway, you know, these are the things, right? We weren't, the, the way we were celebrated, the, the, what influenced me was how baddies were celebrated. In that music video, the girls who were boxing in that music video, in a sense, they were celebrated. Why? Because I saw that they were taken seriously. There was money put on the table. They were fighting. One of the girls got knocked out. You know, it's like they were behaving badly and they were being recognized for it, right? No one was putting them down. No one made them feel like they were uncivilized because they wanted to behave badly. And then I see Fredia Gibbs and Hannah Fox on TV, you know, behaving badly, right? It, it, that just opened the gates for me. I don't know what these young girls are looking at now. I don't know what compels a young scrappy girl to want to get in the ring. I, I, you know, maybe it's the same things, but more stories in positive lights, more conversations, more discussions about um, 
women boxing and the fact that we have styles and the effect and the fact that we have evolved from being looked at as low class something that only low class women do to where you got uh one of ours making serious money she's she's the most celebrated and makes more makes some of the highest pay in women's sports that is the evolution of us um lovely assistant is there any more images okay all right and that's who i'm talking this is who i'm talking about right we've evolved into where we're not looking at the face we're not looking at the skin color we're not looking at anything but this ain't no powder puff bitch you looking at neither right this is where we've evolved to she got the belts behind her she got pen in her hand she's signing right she ain't no low class broad she's making money moves people are paying to see her fight for those belts back there right she ain't gotta take off her shirt for no tickle biddies or whatever all she gotta do is be the baddest bitch out here and that's it right we don't want to take away so much from what we are that we're no longer who we set out to be which are women behaving badly there's nothing wrong with that lovely assistant is there anything is there any other um is there any other images let me know let me know so that's why oh okay so that's why this episode is called bare badness because i wanted to strip our story down to the bare essential to the bare minimum for y'all to understand where broads like us are coming from and let y'all understand and know that in all different facets of what it is there's a culture and the style and the technique behind the way we behave badly and how we behave badly right and now you have someone sugar here that will connect the dots and will explain to you what that means in my industry in our industry of women pugilism or women's boxing okay so that's it for my show tonight you guys like subscribe share this sugar please okay and thank you thank you thank you women's boxing channel for chiming in and become being a part of my conversation tonight you guys let me know um what you think about our chat also like i said tell your people about me right they might want to join this conversation too and the conversation is not about facts and who did what to run it's a casual conversation you ever wanted to sit down and chat 
and talk with a, a bad broad or a bad bitch? Well, you got one here <laughs> at 7.30 on Wednesday nights, okay? Come hit my line. There's no judgment here, right? But y'all read the um, disclaimer in my con, in, in the talking fight. You gotta keep it respectful, right? Because um, I, ain't, I, don't, I don't want it to go there, okay? Um, check out my, my, my fellow talk and fight people, right? And until next Wednesday, y'all take care of each other. And like I said, don't forget, give sugar some love, put some money on my books. Okay. Uh, this weekend's coming up. Well, I, I, I thought there was something interesting coming up in women's boxing this weekend, but it slips my mind. I'm sorry. There's a lot of stuff going on over here in my neck of cyberspace, you guys. But uh, if you have something that interests you and you want Suge to talk about it, please leave it here in the comments, okay? Let me know what you want to know. or Let me know what you know, okay? Until then, you guys, bye-bye.